The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Now, summer is well and truly here. People are making the most of the long evenings by getting out there running. But what makes a good running shoe and what harms might be caused by poor quality running shoes? Joining me now is podiatrist Gillian Fox. Gillian, good morning. Oh, good morning, Pat. It's lovely to hear you and thank you for having me on. Now, it's a maze out there. I mean, Adidas, Nike, New Balance, Brooks, Skechers, Asics, Mizuno, so many running shoes. How in God's name do you find out which is best for you? Oh, you try them on. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. that simple. I, I think you have to be very particular. Um, you know, with each new pair of runners, you take your time in the shop. Um, hopefully, I think... That would be my one thing I would say for your first pair of runners. Do go in and try them on. Don't just buy the brand that you think is good. Try them on. Make sure there's plenty of room uh, because your foot expands up to a size after running for about half an hour or walking for, for half an hour. Your foot just gets bigger um, and that can cause an awful lot of problems. So you allow for the expansion, walk around, see if they're really comfortable before you buy them. After that, you can order online if you want. Once you've found uh, the brand and the style for you. Now, uh, all the big brands have multiple styles, uh, promising multiple varieties of cushioning and arch support and the devil knows what. Mm -hmm. So how do you penetrate the maze? I mean, you can't sit in the shop and try on 100 pairs of shoes. Well, actually, I kind of say, but they won't have 100 pairs, but there's usually somebody who'll give you some good advice and you could go to a specialist shop. So if I recommend, like I will see people with problems. So I recommend that they go to a specialist shop and there are many all around the country who started out because of the trend of marathon runners and decathlon runners and whatever else, everybody who's running, running, running and walking, walking. So um, there are places like, uh, you know, Amphibian King in Bray and Tala, based to race in Ballymount, ready to run in Tullamore, the sports room in Wicklow. I mean, it, the list goes on. You just look it up, just Google. And these people who are working there on a daily, you know, they're every day looking after people's feet. They give very good advice and I get great feedback. So the first thing you're looking at is the sole of your shoe. It hasn't got a wedge to lift the heel and ease pronation. So that means that when you're running, your feet are straight and supporting your knees and hips. And does it have a heel cup to support your ankle and keep your heel in place? And the rocker sole, which is the little curve at the end, does it have one of those? And what that does is it eases forward motion. And it, mean, it means that you walk and run easily, more, much more easily than if you were just in a flat shoe. Now, does it depend on uh, what you want to do, like horses for courses? If I'm doing all-terrain running versus running on grass or running on a track or running on the footpath, uh, presumably a different shoe for each activity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like Formula One and your car on the road and if you're driving in snow, you change the tread. So you're looking at the tread of the shoe and once again, that's where the specialist comes in, somebody who's selling those shoes all day, every day, and knows that you're going to go back if you are, you know, if it's not right for you. Uh, they, they understand, they want you as a customer. So they're looking to give you advice and turning the shoe around and explaining to you what, why you need this particular tread. 
So yeah. it's very important if you're going cross country on gravelly or stony terrain that you have the correct shoe. Okay, so something that won't uh, pass the uh, the the stones and the the sharp oh, things so through that you to won't your foot. Skid. You you don't want to skid. You know, you don't want to slip. Yeah, um, th- this one I run every day. I've used the same brand for years, but my most recent runner is hurting my toes and feels hard. It does not seem to be breaking in. What can I do, please? So this is someone using the same brand and again and again. Doesn't say the same model of shoe, uh, and uh, sometimes they change the model. And another one: that, do that, do runners always need a break in time? I think every shoe should be worn for about a week around the house, and that goes for not just runners, every shoe, because your foot heats up and the shoe starts to form around the the foot and you get more comfortable and you realise if it's going to rub you or not. I mean, I have people going to the Camino and they will come in and we will chat about the shoe and the sock that they need. You know, they're not running the Camino, they're walking it, but they're doing maybe 25K in the day, in the heat. Yeah. So the so sock is important. To, need, What's the recommendation the on, on on a sock? Because, you know, most people just go into uh, the sports stores and they buy uh, maybe a six pack or a three pack of socks and off they go. Well, that could be fine because they are buying them in the sports store. You just need to make sure like you've got thousand mile socks. So you've got you've got um, socks that are for hiking and they will have a lot more uh, padding and comfort, especially around the toes then you have the more slim line for running and they will have a lot more um, compression uh, around the arch to give it a lot more um, support. So you're talking about support and comfort inside the shoe. Yeah, now I presume you recommend not to do what Boris Johnson does, which is to run in his suit socks, <laughs> which he did when he was <laughs> running with his dog last week. Um, so what damage can one do to one's feet if you don't have the right shoes? Oh, well, I mean, first of all, if you if they're not big enough and you're running, people used to come in to me and say, oh, I've got runner's toes. And I'm going, no, there is no such thing. If you've got runner's toes, you're wearing the wrong shoes. So you can get blisters, but not only that, you can get them underneath your toenails. And that is absolutely horrendous. You can get bunions from having shoes that are far too tight that don't allow your toes to reach out and grab the ground as you're as you're as you're walking and running uh, so you need um lots of space around the toes and you could you if they're not correct for you you it's not so much that your feet will hurt you your knees and your hips in later years are going to hurt you mm. so it's support all around they give you fantastic support and great balance now, uh, the question of how long you keep your shoes. Um, I have a, a daughter, Nicole, who runs a lot and she changes her shoes very regularly and they're expensive things to do, but she's found the right shoe. It happens to be one of the very lightweight Nike ones that she likes to wear, um, but she changes them so regularly and I mightn't change mine like for a year or more. I know, but if you, I don't know if you run, but if you're walking, she's running. So... It's a bit like being on the road for work. You're going to change your tyres more regularly than somebody who is just taking their car out a couple of times a week. Not saying that you're only walking a couple of times a week, but you're doing far less in distance than she is. 
I often walk, I'm walking, I'm out walking with my dogs and I watch people as they run by, ask, we're all the same in my, <laughs> in, in, in my uh, line of work. We all watch other people walking and I see runners and I go, oh, because they're leaning on one side where they have worn down the side of the shoe and I'm going, he's going to have a tendon problem, his ankle's going to go, that knee is going to cause a problem. <laughs> Um, you know, so you do need, if you're a sport, any walking, anything you do on a regular basis is a sport, if you're walking or running. So uh, you do need to look after your shoes. Some of the questions coming in. My right big toe always ends up wearing a hole in the upper. Why? That's from John. Oh, that's that's biomechanical. That's a, an issue with the joint. And it is very likely that that person is getting um, w- what will call a bunion or hallux valgus and what happens is the toe is becoming more rigid it's the joint is becoming rigid and actually there are shoes that he could try so there's a shoe called hoka which is possibly a better shoe for him because it's got a much mm. bigger rocker sole and you could it it yeah. It's more stable. Yeah, the, the the Hoka I've heard recommended by many people as the most comfortable shoe. It's an expensive shoe, uh, but people uh, rave about it. Another one, please ask your guest about Achilles. When I run, after a couple of weeks, the Achilles gets worse and worse until I can't run anymore. Ah, but bet they're not stretching or cooling down afterwards. So many runners, I ask them when they come in, they've got a problem. I'm going, well, how much stretching do you do when you've completed your run? And they look at me as if I'm mad. You must, must cool down. If you're a racehorse, no racehorse is put back in the stable after it's run a race. It's brought around by its jockey or its lad to cool down. Um, All the great sports people have physio or get into an ice bath. And they do a lot of stretching as well. And finally, that's more to do with that. Gillian, I want to ask you about price, because uh, how long is a piece of string? Does a higher price inevitably mean a better shoe? I think you have to just look at the shoe and make sure it is well made and that it's comfortable. But honestly speaking, if you're running any kind of length, I mean, if you're just doing catch to 5K, and you're starting off, you can just get to the running part. But once you're running on a regular basis, I would recommend that you get a very good runner um, because you, you need to have that support. It's not for now, it's for later. It's for when you're 80. and You don't want to go and have new hips if you don't, you know, just because you used a bad pair of shoes. So uh, I, I do think that you do need, if you're really thinking about running and walking, very regularly, long distances, you need to get a good shoe. And like Brooks and Merrill are other shoes. So you, you've already uh, suggested quite a few there. And I think that there's a plethora of them on the market. And you just need to find your shoe. And then your comfort is guaranteed. Yeah, so uh, find the shoe. Uh, and if you can afford the price, well and good. But price is not necessarily definitive because sometimes you pay yeah. a big price for fashion rather than for practical. Oh, no, no. We're, we're definitely not doing fashion. Definitely yeah. not. But you know what I mean? And, a popular, oh, yeah, I, fashionable shoe can cost you a lot. Yeah. And it mightn't be the yeah. right shoe for you? No, absolutely. The other thing I was going to say, you're, when, you, when you feel your runners are kind of worn down a little bit, they become your kind of walking around shoes. I'm very frugal. 
you just, you know, you don't throw out really fabulous pairs of runners because they're a little bit worn. You can bring them into be your general walking around gardening shoes. Yeah. And then they go to the bin. Gillian Fox, podiatrist, thank you very much for joining us on the programme. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.